Entrepreneur on Fire 789. Hating everybody in the world who'd given me that opportunity, blaming everybody else but myself, and decided, take this job and shove it. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Make a great impression with the help of 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a power pack upgrade for free. And in honor of my birthday week, December 16th, 99designs is giving you an extra $30 off. All you have to do is launch your contest this week. Ready to add a professional ring to your business? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your 30-day free trial. And Fire Nation, you'll get $5 off your bill every month. That's evoice.com slash fire. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Meredith Elliott Powell. Meredith, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to ignite. Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> Meredith is a business growth expert and works with clients to create cultures of employee innovation, instilling ownership at every level to get profits at every turn. She is the author of several books, including Winning in the Trust and Value Economy. Meredith, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally, then expound upon the biz. Well, you know, I everything has to do with the book, Winning in the Trust and Value Economy. My business really took off at an interesting time when for most people, they found the economy a challenge in 2008. I took it, as many um, entrepreneurs do, as an opportunity and wrote the book, Winning in the Trust and Value Economy. And so what I do for a living as a business growth expert is help people learn how to make this economy start working for them. And give us some details on your personal life. My personal life, if I were not sitting here talking to you right now, I would be off with my beloved husband um, and our children, hiking, road biking, mountain biking, fly fishing, anything you could possibly be doing uh, outside. I'm a big believer that the answers to all the ills of this world lie in the, in the woods and um, on the trail. Well, we won't keep you too long from that amazing vitamin D. You know, being here in San Diego, I'm just looking out my window and seeing stand-up paddleboarders and kayakers and sailboats whipping by on Mission Bay here. So uh, I won't be too far behind you, Meredith. <laughs> Sounds great. So we're going to dive into your journey, Meredith, and it's a fascinating one for a lot of reasons, but we always start with a success quote. So share your success quote or mantra and why you chose it. You know, my absolute favorite one and the one that uh, that I live by is you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And this is one of those that, you know, when we all were children, our parents told us, you know, time and time again to choose our friends wisely. And of course, we didn't listen as little children. <laughs> but, um, but the older that I get, I found out, you know, it's another one of those things where your parents turn out to be right. And I find that um, the more that I throw myself around successful people, optimistic people, people who are willing to take a risk, people who have courage, if I am the average of the um, of the five people I spend the most time with, if I shift those five people, the better I get, whether it be in my personal life, when it comes to my health, when it comes to my profession, I apply it in every aspect um, 
of my life. And I really live that mantra and share it with people so often. Well, Meredith, you nailed it. We don't always make the right decisions as kids. And you know what? Unfortunately, we don't always make the right decision (laughs) as adults either. It's just the reality of life. And that's what I want to focus on next. You know, you've had your successes. You've had your aha moments. We're going to touch upon those later. But right now, I want you to share a failure story. Meredith, I want you to take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story. Well, you know, there are many failure moments to choose from, (laughs) but you know, the, the biggest, the really the biggest for me was early on in my career being a young female coming up through the corporate ranks, I was given an opportunity to uh, move into a leadership position really because certainly I had experience, but because I was a female. It was a heavily uh, male-dominated industry, and they needed female leadership. I was given the role by an innovative uh, executive. I joined the ranks of these male leaders, and I succumbed to the fact that most of those guys didn't believe I belonged in that position. Uh, I sort of slugged through it for a while, vowing not to quit, but one day it got too much, sort of the hazing and things that I was putting up with, came home and made the decision I'd had enough. I couldn't take the embarrassment and the humiliation uh, anymore. And, you know, what happened was I had been given an amazing opportunity. Yeah, a door had opened for me, but because simply because I was a female, but rather than grabbing the opportunity, I was so worried about what other people thought of me and buying into other people's beliefs in me that I was not pulling on the strengths and opportunities and the lucky opportunity that I had been given. Mm. So let's really analyze this, Meredith. Take us to an actual moment, like when you just knew that you weren't in the right place or that you really did mess up or, or, you know, or just fail in that moment in time. Like, what was that? You know, that moment was, this was the banking industry. And I had, I had been brought into the banking industry, not because I was a banker. I hadn't grown up in the industry. I was brought in because I could, I could grow business like nobody's business. I mean, I (laughs) am really good at making connections and, and bringing people in. And I was standing in a room, picture this, of 600 bankers, all white men and me. <laughs> and in the middle of that room, so I'm just trying to hide out because, because you know, honestly, in fairness, some of those men were glad I was there, but my focus wasn't on those men. Right. It was probably, you know, probably if I was truthful to memory, there were probably three guys who didn't want me there, but in my mind, they were 300. And, um, <laughs> And in the middle of this 600 people sitting in this room, I knew I'd only been on the job about two weeks. I knew nothing about um, really about financial um, services and fairness to the company. They were giving me great training and stuff. But the poor gentleman who was leading the class innocently turned to me and um, and said, can you give us um, uh, an example of what you what you find um, on a balance sheet and what belongs not on the balance sheet, but on the income statement. (laughs) I don't know about you, but at that time in my life, I had no idea. Froze. (laughs) Exactly. And I had to stand up in front of this room of 600 guys 
and admit that I had no idea what this gentleman was talking about. <laughs> and, and, and in, so in my mind, what's going off is I can hear the Snickers, you know, I can hear the people who were like, I told you she never should have gotten that position. But almost what was worse was the few people that you could just feel taking my pain were embarrassed too. Now, now again, most of those guys, as I look back on it now, probably couldn't have answered that question either. <laughs> but, um, but in that was it. That was the day I was, I just walked out the door and said, I don't, I don't belong there. This is what in, what was, I thinking I had no business being um, in that room. I had no business taking the leadership position uh, that I had. And I licked my wounds, ran out the door, made the decision. And as I was driving home, hating everybody in the world who'd given me that opportunity, blaming everybody else but myself and decided that take this job and shove it was my new mantra. Take this job and <laughs> shove it. So looking back, I love a couple of phrases you just used, you know, really blaming everybody that had given you the opportunity. I mean, let's just kind of do one takeaway now, Meredith. That was an amazing story that you shared. You know, that's what I look for in these actual stories that we can actually just see you in that room and kind of cringe with you. What, you know, do you want our listeners to really walk away with from that experience that you had? That was my moment. By the time I got up the next morning, and I, I will never forget it. I, I can see it clear as a bell, even though it's been it's been twenty years ago. I was standing in the shower, thinking about that, so proud of the moment, and so mad at everybody else who had who had opened doors for me. They never should have put me in that situation. And all of a sudden, it hit me. I thought. These guys who don't believe I belong there, again, probably in the sea of 600 or probably three, were, in all honesty, nerds, probably guys I wouldn't have even talked to in high school. Why was I giving them all this power? Why was I so focused on what I couldn't do and not focused on on why I had been hired. Why was I so focused on the people who didn't believe in me, totally forgetting about the executive who'd given me this amazing opportunity and about the vice chairman of the company that believed in me? And why was I not recognizing what I could do and so focused on what I couldn't? So if for those who are listening, what I want you to walk away, that was my moment when I realized that personal responsibility was everything. I, I had been given an opportunity, and if I would just grab that thing by the horns and make up for a few skills I didn't have by taking responsibility to learn those – but go full bore into the opportunity I had been given and stop focusing on who didn't believe me. Start focusing on who did and, and have a long conversation with myself because the only person that mattered if I believed in, in was me, whether I believed in me or not. Who else was going to believe in me if I didn't believe in me? And Fire Nation, that's what's so powerful is that we have the power to, to choose what to focus on. We have the power to decide about, you know, the confidence that we are going to bestow upon ourselves. You know, we have that power and how you use that hopefully is going to be wisely. And Meredith, what I'd love to do now is shift gears. You know, you just told an amazing story of a, of a harrowing moment. Let's talk now about an epiphany, about an aha moment, about a light bulb that went off. And again, 
Take us to that moment in time. We want to be there with you when you have this light bulb moment. And then really walk us through the steps that you took to turn that idea into success. It was 2008. And, and I don't know what it was like in in um, in in San Diego. But here where I live in North Carolina in September of 2008, we had a we had a gas shortage. We couldn't we couldn't get gas and that was really the um the you know the moment when we noticed that the economy wasn't quite what it what it used to be. And doing at this point I'm in I'm in business for myself and and I'm um and what I noticed was I started to watch my clients over the next couple of months as as we went through this gas crisis on the east coast and people were starting to talk about the economy going down and the news reporters you know it was starting to pop up on the news and the stock market was starting to play with us and things and what I noticed was I started to pay attention to the fact that some of my clients were doing incredibly well in this economy and some were just going backwards, that there seemed to be no middle ground. And all of a sudden, it what hit me was this economy wasn't down what it was was different, that the people who were succeeding, who were really doing well in this economy, were doing business differently than they'd done it before. And with that, in that period of time, what I started to do was really study those businesses that were doing incredibly well. And it, it led to a journey, a journey to really begin to understand that we weren't in a down economy. We were in a different economy and there was a new methodology, a whole different way to succeed in, um, in, in business today. And if I could grab hold of that, if I could learn that, if I could study it, if I could put it into layman's terms, that I could turn around and help people understand how to make this economy start working for them. Wow. So what I just love, Fire Nation, and what Meredith is really diving into is life is all about perception sometimes. You know, there were mm-hmm. so many doomsayers during that period in time. And yes. it was similar out here in San Diego, Meredith. I mean, you know, it was, you know, the housing market was starting to crash. And, you know, people were just like freaking out about everything. And, you know, perception is reality. And how people were perceiving things, you know, was, you know, their own doom. But the reality was, you know, you, Meredith, looked at things at a different angle. And you saw that there were actually people that, despite the troubles, were still thriving. And you kind of unlocked that key. So can you share with us and kind of a sum up here? What's one thing that you really noticed, you know, that led you to your future success that people were doing during even these most difficult times? First of all, it, it goes back to the to the original lesson that we talked about was they were um, they were taking personal responsibility. They stopped looking outward to blame the right. economy or blaming the customer or whatever. I mean, if, if that is one lesson you walk away with, if I leave this earth helping people take personal responsibility, I will have I will have accomplished <laughs> something because that to me is that to me is huge. So that was really the first big step. The second is the second that I noticed. And I think this is big for business owners and um, and CEOs and or or leaders is they let go of ego just because their idea worked last month or last year they didn't stay married to the idea and they started really listening to the voice of their customer and shifting and changing and remaining flexible inside their businesses based on the wants and needs um, of 
of their customers, more so than they'd ever done before because of the level of competition they were embracing. But let go of blame and then really um, listening to the voice of their customer and being open to remaining flexible inside their businesses. Let go of blame, remain flexible, Fire Nation, and and listen. Listen to your yes. clients, listen to your customers, your listeners, your viewers. And Meredith, you've had a lot of proud moments over the years. Take us to your proudest entrepreneurial moments and tell us that story. I was kind of thinking about this the other day because Friday morning, um, I went and did a job for a company for a mere $500. I did a workshop. And the reason I did the workshop for $500 was because it was 15 years later that my very first customer called me and asked me to come back and do a workshop for them. And that I had originally charged them $500. <laughs> And I knew they have no money. It's a very small little, it's a very small little business. But, um, but when they called and they can't afford me anymore, I've, I've long gone, you know, gone past that as, as many as, as we do as we build our businesses. I don't know what it was about me when I started, but I did everything for $500 and, um, <laughs> cause I didn't know how to price anything. <laughs> But I went back and, and I did that job on Friday, just a little half-day workshop local here, and I did it for $500. And I will do that, I think, you know, for the rest of my life for $500. I have had, I have had bigger moments. I have had more powerful moments. But I will never forget going out on my own. I was scared to death. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just had decided I wanted to be in business for myself. I'd come out of a corporate America, so I had no support at all. And I'll never forget somebody actually calling me and thinking I was good enough to come in and right. train their people on something. And I was so grateful and just scared to death. And I'd prepared and I prepared and I prepared. <laughs> and then to have her call me back and to get to go back. And many of those people had had been there the first time and had and um and had come up and when I finished on Friday they couldn't believe I came back and did it for um for five hundred dollars <laughs> but um but I had a woman come back up and she said I came back because I love you oh. and I know I know we do way more important things but the very fact that somebody ever remembers what you say or a lesson that you learned or or wants to see you again after you've done something before I'm just so humbled by that. And, um, and so, again, I've definitely had bigger moments. I mean, publishing books and things are, you know, big deals. Speaking in front of an audience at 1200 or whatever. But I stood in front of, you know, 15 people speaking for $500 on Friday, and that was my proudest moment. <laughs> I mean, Meredith, there's a, there's a phenomenal lesson here. And, you know, Maya Angelou said it so eloquently, and I think it's so powerful. And, and it really shows, you know, how you impact people, Meredith, and how you touch people. Because, you know, that quote goes, people will not remember what you say. They won't remember what you do, but they will remember how you make them feel. And you must have made that woman feel empowered, confident, amazing. And that's all it took, you know, for all those years later for her to really say, you know, I love you and mean it. So Fire Nation, you know, really think about that when you're doing things in this life. And Meredith, let's bring things to today, to right now. And 
you know, what is the one thing that you are just most fired up about right now? For entrepreneurs, for people who are in business for ourselves, we are passionate about what we do. This is a phenomenal economy for you. And I am so excited about the ability to do business today. It is flexing and changing constantly. We can do it with people all over the world. Um, We can change how we do um, our businesses. And it really is, even though we seem disconnected, it is very much a relationship uh, economy. And I am most fired up about the fact that I call it a trust and value economy that that for me, I am passionate about what I do as many of your listeners are. And if you are, this really – it's never have we lived in a time before when we can compete with the big boys. When, um, when offering a, a service and starting your own business, it can happen – Overnight, you can work from your home. You can work virtually. I just think these, these are the most exciting times to be lucky enough to have a business in and to be lucky enough to, um, to get your message out and to be able to do what you love for a living. Well, Fire Nation, I echo every single sentiment that Meredith is sharing with us. You heard it here today. You've heard it yesterday. You'll hear it again tomorrow. This is our time. You know, take those reins and get in control of your life. And Meredith, we have a lot of cool things coming up, specifically the lightning rounds. But before we enter the lightning rounds, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. There's a lot to be said of the internet and its ability to help us connect. You can build anything from relationships to entire businesses with the click of a button. But there are times when online communications can't beat hearing someone's voice over the phone. The personal connection, the trust, and the peace of mind that comes with hearing someone's voice is irreplaceable. That's why I use eVoice for my business. By helping me expertly manage all my business calls, eVoice provides me with a better way to connect with my clients and business partners. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So whether I'm at the office, a convention, or sitting poolside, I always have the ability to connect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to eVoice.com slash fire now to start your 30-day free trial. In Fire Nation, eVoice is offering you $5 off your bill every month. Stay connected with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash fire. That's eVoice.com slash Fire. How many times have we all tried to speak specifically and intelligently about a certain topic but lack the proper lingo to do so? For example, telling your mechanic the thingy in the engine is broken probably isn't too helpful. It's the same when you're trying to communicate with designers about your project. The more specific you can be about your request, the better the chances are that they can meet or exceed your expectations quickly and without needless and costly revisions. 99designs makes this process easy. With a creative brief catered to entrepreneurs and small business owners, they set you up for a successful project. Best part is, project started just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. And in honor of my birthday week, December 15th, 99designs is giving you an extra $30 off. All you have to do is launch your contest this week. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Meredith, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? (laughs) It sounds like a great plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
fear. I was so used to working in an environment where I got a salary that I was afraid. What is the best advice, Meredith, you've ever received? Trust your journey. Yes, trust your journey. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Sales is a lifestyle, not a task. You got to plug into the power of connection every single day. The power of connection. Meredith, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I use Dropbox. I put my entire desktop into Dropbox so that wherever I am in the world, my life lives on the cloud. And that has probably, I work off about six computers and that's been about the smartest thing I've ever done. Love it. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Meredith, what would it be and why to go right next to winning in the trust and value economy (laughs) on our bookshelves? I'm going to take you back to the 1930s and take you back to Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And the reason that book is, two reasons. One is because it was written in the 1930s and it is valid today. The second is at the end of the day, we are people. It is about connection. It is about emotion. All the rest of this is just gravy. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. And don't forget, winning in the trust and value economy is Meredith's own. Meredith, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? The very first, I love this question. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds pretty good, all my food and shelter taken care of. Yeah, (laughs) right? The first thing I would do is um, connect to as many people as I possibly could. I I completely, I could go on for an hour about the power of connection. So that would be the first thing because all good things come to you. The better connected you are, you build your network, you will change your life. From there, I would incessantly ask open-ended questions because I have all this knowledge and all this experience, but I wouldn't quite really be sure where it fit or how it worked in this new world until I identified opportunity, until I identified um, need. From asking those open-ended questions, from connecting with people, listening and investing with them, I would begin by volunteering and by giving with no expectation to receive. And from there, I have every faith because I trust my journey and I'm well connected that the answers of how to succeed and how to make this economy work for me would come from doing those things in the next seven days. Fire Nation, the playbook has been revealed. And Meredith, (laughs) let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. The best way to connect with me is on my website, MeredithElliottPowell.com or on any of my social networking sites. I love to hear from you, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter. I'm out there. Ask and I will respond. In one parting piece of guidance. Plug into the power of connection. Really, if you build your network, you will change your life. So Meredith, to end on a very similar note to how you started this whole interview, Fire Nation, you are 
the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Meredith and myself today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Meredith in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up. And don't forget, check out her book, Winning in the Trust and Value Economy, and Meredith Elliott Powell.com and Meredith Elliott Powell on all social media. Meredith, thank you for joining us today and for sharing your journey with Fire Nation. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Podcastersparadise.com. Every Wednesday, I host a free live podcast workshop where you learn how to create a podcast, launch in a powerful way, and grow your podcast audience to a tipping point so you can turn that audience into a viable business through monetization. I also answer any questions you have in our live Q&A before and after the workshop, so show up early and stay late. Visit podcastersparadise.com to claim your spot today and prepare to ignite. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.